Welcome back, listeners, to Dungeons and Pop Stories and Steins as we continue with episode two of the first arc of Papers and Cataclysms. We have a sponsor now, Nom Nom Dog Food, for getting food for your dog that is specially formulated for their diet and their needs. Our discount code is Dungeons and Pop, and you can enter it in at www.nomnom, that's N O M N O M now.com or you can also click the link in our show notes when last we left our heroes they had arrived to the town that they had been summoned to for the first mission to look into the disappearance of food after some wacky antics they found a strange feather that reminded one of the party of the sea confusing the matters further because they were pretty far from the sea in any case so the party decided to head out into the woods to investigate for any potential raiders or pirates, and they came across a strange sound that managed to hypnotize part of the party, leaving the rest to follow after. And now, on to the show. I follow them carefully. Oh, <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, I'm stealthed, so I'm not too terribly worried. The sound and music slowly pulls you along until you enter a small clearing in the forest, just a small circular clearing, and you still don't see the source of the music, though they both end up at the base of a large tree. And but then I'm going to ask you all, to roll initiative. Oh boy. Oh good. Oh, hello. So that's a 15 so 17. I'm not rolling with this dice. Oh, this is gonna go wonderfully. Seven. Seven oh. for Artorial. Seventeen for Everin. Seventeen, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Seventeen. I actually tied with Everin. I'm gonna use my lucky fee. I just realized I've had a lucky I've had lucky this whole time and I have not used it. <laughs> Wait, isn't Lucky only Halfling or Goblin? I uh, know, you can also take it as a feat. Yeah, Halflings naturally have Lucky, but it's a feat oh. that you can, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to stick with my original roll, 15. And to uh, answer the next question, uh, in case it was forgotten, Arsel allows characters to pick either a feat or a supernatural gift from the Mystic Ode- uh, Odyssey of Theros at first level. So that's how, that's probably how he has the lucky feet. Yeah. Unless he's a variant human, uh, in which case that's how. But I rolled a 17 as well. All right. And now I just got to roll one more thing. Like, I, I personally took the uh, supernatural gift pious. Ooh, shit. Well, that's not good for them. <laughs> uh, they rolled, um, the, the, what, you're, what you're dealing with rolled a four. <laughs> and what are we dealing with? Uh, first off, Evren, Pap, what are your dexterity scores? Uh, 14. Pap. Okay, my dexterity is a... Oh, wait. What is your dexterity? I guess it is that. It's a 28. 
how? That can't be right. No, that can't be right. Hold on, let me pull it up again. I must have copied that wrong from the site. Yeah, 28 doesn't... Because it was only... Oh, no, it's a 16. 16, so you do go before Everin. However, you're currently incapacitated. <laughs> so, as you reach the tree, the fog clears enough that you see them now. This clearing has four harpies in the trees. I was close. I said sirens. Oh, yeah. Similar similar kind of thing. So, Pap, you're incapacitated. However, you can remake the saving throw if you'd like. Please. Well, it, it, it was the singing that made me think sirens, so... Yeah, but it's... I will, I will gladly re-roll my wisdom. Wisdom saving throw. Well, it's a luring song. It is a harpy ability. Oh. And unfortunately, I only rolled 11 for the total. And in an event of a tie, it goes to the roller, yes? Meets beats. I think that it is, is the pithy saying that goes for this. Well, congratulations, you met it exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they don't have... The luring song is not a very strong one. It has a DC saving throw of 11. That just also means that, you know, whenever we attack or do something, if Arsel's NPCs or monsters or whatever meets it, they beat it yeah. too. So, so Pap, you, are na- you start to snap out of it as they come into view. However, that is your turn. Everin. Yes. There are four harpies in the trees surrounding the clearing. Did you go out into it? No, I was stealth. Because I ain't stupid. <laughs> All right. But they're like 15 feet up, sitting in the branches. Okay. And there's a four of them total. So, right. So they are not within 10 feet of me. Or 20 feet of me, actually. No, 10 feet. Well, unless you got underneath one of them. Can I? Do you want to redo the stealth roll? I'm tempted to. Uh, ooh. Okay, so that's... A 14. Not high, but not terrible. And let's see how they do. Does the harpy you're sneaking under notice you? No, it does not. It is no, it is focusing on the apparent meal in front of it. Mm. It got a 4 plus 1. That's fair. It got a 5. Actually, wait, is that right? Is is there perhaps a chance I could sneak around and get more than than one within range of me? Uh... How much range do they need to be in within of you? I want as many as I can in a ten foot radius. You can only get one in a ten foot radius. That'll do. They're like they're 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 like fifteen feet apart from each other. Okay, making a nice little nice little square. You know, that's fair. Um, in which case, dark tendrils will ooze out of my shadow and reach up to beat the crap out of this bird thing. Uh. <laughs> As I cast Arms of Hadar. Ooh, that's a good spell, if I remember it correctly. Can you, do you have access to that at level 3? Yeah, it's a warlock spell. First level warlock spell. Hmm. There's another Hadar spell you might be thinking of, Chris. That's better. Okay, so it has to make a strength saving throw. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, my spell save DC is 12, so, you know, not the best, but... Alright. Ooh, they got a 14, so they passed. So they take half of 2d6 necrotic. Okay. Right. And how much damage is that? That cast it at first level, because I think that's the only thing at level I can cast it at. Yep. Okay, fine. I guess I have to roll. Oh, that didn't go well. No, it didn't. (laughs) It took two damage. Well. Which gets its attention. Rolling by hand only gives it one more point of damage, so, you know, whatever. Oh, we'll take that. All right, so that... Well, I rolled a four and a one, so, you know, half of that is still two. Oh, yeah. Because it rounds down, if, if I remember correctly. E- pretty sure it does. Yeah. And I, and, I only rolled, and I only rolled it by hand because just to see if I, you know, could roll better. Because automated, you know... Yeah. Rolling 
programs do not like me. Yeah, I get you. I get you, I get you. All right, so that is Everin going. He hits the bird, it squawks, and goes to take flight. It can't yet because it's not its turn. So ne- next on the list was Aaron. Oh, wait, uh, weren't you also one of the ones that failed? <laughs> yes, it was only me and our toy rill that uh, passed. All right, so remake your wisdom saving throw, Aaron, as three of the birds are still singing. <laughs> What'd you get? Yeah, I've been there. That's a seven. Ooh. Actually, no, I am. I am. No, I still have two lucky. <laughs> Bernie, you're your luckies, aren't you? Well, dang, that's an 18. You break free. I was going to say, when, 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 when does your lucky recharge? Uh, long rest, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that, that's me not wanting resources to be wasted. That's all. I understand. Well, you snap out of it rather quickly, though the harpies haven't fully realized you've snapped out of it yet. And uh, now it's to Artorel. Or, or, or toy rail. Our toy rail. Our toy rail. I'm sorry that I keep messing that up. Okay, how high up are they? They are 15 feet up and 15 feet apart from each other. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'm assuming I was already in the clearing, so I just point um the butt of my axe, not the blade, towards them, and green light shimmers at the end of the butt, and Thornlip comes out. Cantrip attack. On one of the harpies? Yes. All right, let's see Thornlip. Is that, that that's a standard spell, isn't it? Yeah, it's a cantrip. Yeah, but no, I, I meant it's from the main books. It's not from the. Yeah, it's, from, it's not homebrew. Uh, da, 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 da. Spell it. Okay, go ahead and make your make your attack roll. <laughs> that's a ten. No melee attack roll. That's including. No, it's a it's a spell attack roll. Yeah, me, a melee spell attack roll. Yeah. Nope. You just bar- like the whip snaps out and hits the branch right next to it. It takes flight. You just barely miss it. And so now it's their turn. Oh dear! No, hold on. Mm-hmm. I still have a bonus action. Maybe. Okay. Um, did Aaron break out of it or no? Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. It's Poppy still in his henching armor. Yes. Yes. Okay. Bonus action. You watch as our twelve-year-old's eyes, green eyes, flash with magic, and Aaron on your chest appears that same symbol that's been uh, carved into his shield. I am giving you my. And spell uh, my Mystic Mark. Yeah. At second level, I can place a Mystic Mark. It comes in two different forms. This one is called Aegis. As a bonus action, I can protect it onto a creature I see within 30 feet of me. For the next minute, that target is under the protection of my Aegis and receives a bonus to its armor class. A plus one, right? This bonus increases their AC by one, yeah. but if they're wearing armor, then I have to use whichever bonus is higher. The Aegis ends if you or your target and turn more than 120 feet away from each other and increases the higher levels. And there's also some other fun things I can do with it if it comes in play. Nice. Very cool. So does it does the plus one only apply if the armor is not magical or? Yes, I believe so. So non-magical armor still it still work on. Okay, it should. Uh, I understood that right? Or does it not? If the target is wearing armor that grants a magical bonus to AC, I use whichever bonus is higher. So he just had standard armor, so he's plus one to your AC. Nice. All right. All right. There are four harpies, and they're going to go after each of you, one per one. Realizing their gig is up, they're going to attempt to go after each of you, and we're going to go in order of, again, what order is going down the list, the uh, initial order. So, Papyrus. All right, so prepare yourself. Oh, yay. It's Pap, me, Aaron, and our toy rail. Yep. All righty. And unfortunately, these things have multi-attack. <sighs> so, a claw attack against Pap. All righty. 
Ooh, what is your AC? Hold on, since I'm in my ancient armor, thankfully my AC will not be 10. <laughs> yeah, there, <laughs> there is something to be said about, uh, you know, the nobody form. Oh, yes. Unfortunate. Yes. So my AC actually is 15. Well, it just got a 17 to hit you with its claw. With its claw. Oh, here comes the first one. And then see, then it has a club as well, because they have a claw and a club attack, which is interesting. Oh, frick. And a 21 to hit with the club. Oh, dear. Damn. I hope I didn't just fuck, the, fuck you guys over. Oh, oh, I do have the reaction roll with it, so I can reduce the damage. Of one of them or both of them? Oh, that's a good one. Actually, by reducing the damage taken by half. Nice, 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 nice. So the, I'm guessing you're, I'd suggest doing that for the melee, the claw, because the claw is 2d4 plus 1. That's more, uh, Yes, that's what we'll do then. So, 2d4 plus 1, it would have originally been 6, so your roll with it brings it down to a 3 damage. Oh, thank goodness. And then the club does an additional 2. <laughs> so 5 damage total. Oh, but that actually does not, that's actually not going to hurt me that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't be worried. Things are still actually looking kind of good. <laughs> All right, Everin. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm glad these things don't have improved critical range. At the at the risk of backseat DMing, I have to ask, do they even notice Everin? Uh, the one that, that he attacked did. Oh, okay. That is, yeah, that is. I mean, it's a fair question, but I, di- I did attack uh, while stealth. So that kind of, you know, screws the pooch as the saying goes. Okay, it only hit you with its claws, though. Okay. Because uh, I'm pretty sure you don't have more than a 22 armor class. No, I only have a 14 armor class. So, yeah. Oh, I ruled a freaking 19 on its claws. Jesus. So, but but uh, its club whiffs entirely. It, got, it rolled a total 10. Mm-hmm. 2d4 plus 1. It comes down to rig at you with its claws after being hit with your shadow. That was rude. And... Just rakes you across for six damage. Oh, that's 18. That's, that's not terrible. All right. Uh, Next on the list was Aaron. Are you ready, Aaron? Ooh, okay. What is your AC? And remember to add plus one to it. Oh, my, my AC is 15. Is that with the Aegeus? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm a beefy boy. I have, I have a... No, it's, I said damn it because it rolled a 12 plus three. It hit you. Reaction. Sorcerer Sentinel. Oh, what's that do? When you are wearing a shield, when a creature under the effect of your Aegis is attacked, you can use your reaction to expend a spell slot and strengthen the target's defenses. The target gains a bonus to AC equivalent to the spell slot expended. This bonus is only applied against a triggering attack. Additionally, the target gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting modifier plus twice the level of the spell slot expended. So I'm going to add one so he just misses and he gets... Uh, let me double check how much points it is. One sec. Uh... Spellcasting modifier plus twice the spell, so that's two, and my spellcasting modifier is wisdom, so that's plus three, five. So not only did it not hit him, he, he got healthier. Yes, five temp HP, I think, if I'm reading this right. <laughs> Whoa. Nicely, nicely, and club attack. The club attack hit. They rolled a 15, so 18 total. However, you had that temporary HP, even if it rolled max damage, which it didn't, it only rolled four, it doesn't hit you. Like, its claws bounce off a magical barrier that forms around you, Aaron, and then the club hits it and causes sparks to happen, which it brings the, uh, the barrier down to barely anything left. You have one temp HP left from that. Okay. The barrier in question is a glowing green. 
because that's what it says on, on my sheet. <laughs> of course, we're glowing green. Yeah. Did I say green? Did I not say color? No, you didn't. It's just Sorry, a barrier. It, it is a green barrier. And finally, against the helpful sorcerer. Or <laughs> Magus. Oh, six. What's, I'm guessing you have more than nine AC. My AC is 18. Jesus. Oh, scale mail. Shield. Oh, joy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, okay. The other one did hit. It does get you with its club. 18 plus 321. Yep, that hits. 1v4 plus 1. And you take 3. It bops you. Okay. Bonk. <laughs> you were so busy giving a shield to the other guy, it snuck in a club hit on you. Okay. Alright, uh, that goes back to the top. So, Pap, you're up. Alrighty, um, it's time for Pap to, Pappy to get his, um, his longsword. No. And this specifically is his recaster weapon. Oh, dear. Because normally he just has a little kitchen knife. That was a <laughs> gift gift from someone in the past. <laughs> but while he's in his henshin armor, he has a big glowing long sword. Oh, as you do. Yeah. And he's going to take a swing at the harpy that was going for him. All right, go ahead. Do your attack. Now, here's my question. I hope no one gets mad. Will a 25 hit? Jesus. <laughs> that very much hits. That very much hits. Is that a natural 20? I was one away from a natural 20. Uh, a, pl- a plus six. That does hit. Hot damn. That does indeed hit. Okay, let me just get... It's only a 1d8 slash. It's not yeah. going to be anything insane. Plus strength. So. Plus strength. Oh, I'm an idiot. So then it would be 10. Wait, you rolled an eight? No, no, no. I meant when doing the math. I, I meant doing the math. Oh. I didn't roll a credit. Okay. Oh, good Lord. It, it's only a four. You roll four, and is that after the strength modifier? Or? Oh no, no, no. That that's it's a two, and then after the strength, it's a four. So it's just four damage total. All right. So that it squawks and flaps back a bit, and as you take a slash through its one of its wings, not enough to knock it out of the air, but it did hurt it. All right, Evren. Um, how close is the harpy to me? Oh, it's right in front of you. It's five feet off the ground, but it is attacking. Your upper half, essentially. That's fair. That's fair. I would like to scream in its brain. Oh, God. What attack? What spell is that? <laughs> Nothing. It's my psionic mind ability. Oh. As a gem dragonborn, I can send a telepathic message to any creature I can see within 30 feet of me. I don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand these messages, but it must be able to understand at least one language to comprehend them. So you're screaming at it? I am screaming the word fuck at it. <laughs> That's rude. I don't know what you're planning to do with that, but... <laughs> well, I'm hoping to distract it by screaming in its brain. All right. It, it, hopefully, maybe I, I, I can, you know, champion for advantage on my attack with this. <laughs> um, it, it also doesn't say... What it is, it doesn't say the psionic mind takes an action or a bonus action or even a yeah, reaction. It's communication. It's just, it's just a telepathic message. Yeah. All right. Okay. I will give you an, give me an intimidate check. Up to six words is a free action. So give me an intimidate action. I'm going to check. Sure. Intimidation. Uh, yeah. That is a nine. It is not distracted. I am sorry. Okay. That's fine. So just a normal attack. Sure. I'm making fried chicken. <laughs> Sacred flame. Ooh, fire attack. 
One action, 60 feet, any creature I can see within that range. Flame-like radiance descends on a creature that you can see within range. Dexterity save. Mm-hmm. All right. RP, dexterity save. They got a plus one. What is your spell save? Twelve. They did not make it. <laughs> Thank you. 1d8 radiant damage. Oh, dear. That is... God damn it. What? A one. Oh, the dice are not being nice tonight, are they? They never are. At least not to me. <laughs> um, oh, right. Hmm? War Priest. From first level, your god delivers bolts of inspiration to you while you are engaged in battle. When you use the attack action, you can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. Go ahead, make it. I can use this feature a number of times equal to my wisdom modifier. All right. So I would like to do that. Go ahead. I'm going to use my short sword. Go ahead. Make your attack. Okay. That is a 13 plus 4. That hits. Damage. And a, that is a 1d6 plus 2. That is a 4 points of damage. Ooh. Of course. Harpy not looking... Harpy is looking a little worse for wire. So I fright it and I'm skewering it. Yep. You yell at its brain and then stab it. Oh, yell at its brain, shine a light in its eyes, and then stab it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron, you're up. Hey, so I got a couple options. Now, do I want to be very Volda's-ish, or do I want to do some <laughs> some wrestling? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know. Have fun. You see Aaron just kind of ready him up, putting up his dukes. And you see something weird mm-hmm. in the air, I want to say, five feet above the harpy, <laughs> which is 15 feet away from me, as Aaron... Oh, no, no, it's right above you now. Oh, it's, right ab- it's right in front of you now, because, because it's been attacking you. Oh, so is it above me or right in front of me? It's right in front of you, five feet off the ground. 15 feet away from me is still five feet above him, above it, though, right? It's not... 15 feet away from you. It's right in front of you. It's attacked you in melee. No, I know, but I have a 15-foot range that I can... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's within range. Okay, you see Aaron kind of put up his dukes, and he just kind of he kind of smirks for a moment, and you just see this pop in the air as you see this orange cat with brown with black stripes <laughs> falling out of the air hammer strike down into the harpy from above even as Aaron hammer strikes up into it because I am both using my bonus action to manifest my echo and I'm unleashing my incarnation at third level you can heighten your echo's fury whenever you take an attack action you make one additional melee attack from the echo's position all right, so two attacks, huh? Yep, and I can do it as number of times equal to my constitution modifier. All right, roll your attacks. Oh, so close to a crit. Ooh, that's probably going to hit then. That one's a 23. Mm-hmm, that's a hit. And your incarnation? And then the other one is a 16. That's a hit. These things don't have great armor. Roll your damage. All right. I would assume they don't have any armor. No, they have a little armor. I don't think feathers counts for much. Well, the, the cat does three damage because I rolled a one on the dice. Ah, that sucks. But Aaron does a whopping seven damage. Ooh, ow. Bert squawks and like, <laughs> that beautiful song it had before is completely gone. 
<laughs> All right, um, that brings us to our toy rel. Did I get that right this time? Yes, <laughs> you did. Our heartbeat just tried to hit me, and I'm going to retaliate Woo! with my hand axe. And as it does, it's going to flash with magic. I'm going to use my cantrip warden's rebuke, which will only come into effect uh, if I hit and if it tries to run away after me. All right. 18 to hit. That is a hit. Four slashing damage, and the ground underneath it begins to rumble. Well, it's a good thing it's in the air. Uh-oh. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. So, if it tries to retreat, something will happen? Yes. Or if it attri- Well, actually, not if it tries to retreat, if it attacks a creature other than me. Ah, okay, okay. All right, so that's it for your guys' turns. Back to the harpies. Mm-hmm. And again, they're kind of boring. They're still hoping to get a good meal out of this. Uh, attacking Papyrus again. Yeah. After that, <laughs> after being stabbed a bit. Ooh, wait, what is your AC again? It is 15. Oh, it's claws. It goes a claw back at you and just barely misses you by a hair. But then it comes back around with its club and takes it, I mean, it hits you upside the head. <laughs> not a crit, mm. just Good. Third, I mean, so 16 total for the hit for the club. So maybe not the head, but like your, your side and you take. Three damage from the club. Oh. All right. Uh, the one attacking Everett now. Mm-hmm. And you, your AC was... 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Again, near crit. Freaking 19 again for its claws. Eh. eh. Indeed. But its club again misses you. Okay. So 2d4 plus one for that. Four damage. All righty. Now, after getting double teamed, the one attacking Aaron is actually trying to get gonna try and get the fuck out of there. So it's starting to try and fly away because that hurt, and it's now decided Aaron is not worth the meal. Oh, that that's yeah. There's there's gonna be issues here in about a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, opportunity attack as it tries to run away. Oh good. I need to look up something because I don't know, but. <laughs> Allow me to nerd out for a little bit because Evren slams his tail on the ground and his eyes begin to glow, as do his scales. Ooh, he's not happy. Oh. Why is he not happy? What happened? The scales start to glow near the end of his tail and they just go up his tail, up his spine. Oh, oh. As his eyes begin to glow. His mouth opens and you see a pinpoint of light start to form, kind of like a snap of a candle flame. So we know what's happening in your turn. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. We just got to get back around to your turn. And um, well, I thought this was the opportunity attack, so. Oh, well, no, it's not leaving you. It's leaving Aaron. Oh, Aaron. I'm sorry. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll save that for when we get to back to you. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It also doesn't help I have a couple of characters named Aaron, so... I understand, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Alright, so... So, the Harpy just double-teamed Aaron, you and your your Echo, is trying to get the heck and hands all out of there, which gives you an attack of opportunity against them. Alright, let me roll that. Okay, that one is going to be uh, 15. That's a hit. Roll the damage. That one's... uh. Nine damage. Uh, oh, damn, nine. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, seven plus two. Jeez, that poor freaking Harvey. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it yells in pain, and it just takes straight up off and get trying to get out of there. 
up back over the treetops as it looks definitely more than bloodied. Nine damage. Jesus. So that's one harpy out of the rotation. It just ran. Nice. <laughs> Which moves us to uh, Pepe. Pepe. Yay. Oh, wait. No, no, wait. I, I have one more that has to attack. Right. Sorry. Nope, nope, nope. Times. There's one more attacker. Oh, right. The one for Artorial. Okay, Artorial. Oh. Well. Oh. Shit. Artorial, you just got critted on. Oh, damn. How do crits work in this game? Um, it gets basically double dice, right? You roll the damage twice? It varies between DMs. It depends. You, you, can, e- you can either roll the damage and then double it, or roll it twice, but whatever modifier is added into it does not get doubled. So I'll just, uh, so it's only going to be the plus one no matter what. Okay. You're going to take ten damage. Actually, no, nine. Yeah, because it's the dice. Mm-hmm. So you take nine damage from this attack, and normally, okay, normally at this point, because it's a crit, I would do a special roll that I have set up specifically for Pi Voltec called the Rift Roll, which I it's, it, it, I roll three D100s, and I do that whenever there is a crit fail, crit success, or just every couple of minutes in a game. So far, it's never caused anything to happen, but if, uh, I doubt it's going to happen this time either, but let's see. Nope. Okay. Uh, I could do it anyway, since it's the first game. Would you like to see a special feature of PyVoltec that only is supposed to happen one in every 33 times, or you want to save it for if that ever ha- does happen? I'm fine with it. Would you guys like to experience a rift? Yes. Yeah. Let's go for it. Oh, dear. All right. Let's see. Yeah. Sure. Let's go all in on <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. How close is it? Oh, it's not that far away. <laughs> And what direction is it from? Mm-hmm. So straight north, 50 feet north. Now let me roll on the other table to see if how bad things get really bad. Let me to share this with you. I made this list a long while ago, waiting for this game. I give you the Pival Talk rift possibilities. Oh, dear. <laughs> you roll that 420 hamsters from the preview. Oh, oh no. Oh. So line four, number. Oh, oh, that's kind of boring. Oh, well. Um, Hunting grounds? The hunting grounds, yes. As you are fighting and this harpy gets a slash on you, the air suddenly fills the smell of ozone, and you hear a powerful, like, electrical discharge and a bright flash happens as the woods to to the direct north of the clearing suddenly are ripped apart. And a large open place with lots of arrows and spears and dead bodies dead animal corpses all over the place, like some ritualistic hunting ground appears out of nowhere. Just in a, like, just suddenly out of freaking nowhere. The area changes around, up to the north of the camp. That is enough to scare the shit out of all the harpies. Understandably so. How much damage did I take, by the way? You took nine. And it's not even going to get its second attack because that scared the shit out of it. And now it's going to try and get away. Which means attack of opportunity. Yep. Attacks of opportunity all around, essentially, as these things are going to start trying to run on their turn. <laughs> because... Okay, one sec. For the sake of my note-taking, can you describe the rift thing again? About 50 feet north of where you're standing exactly, just past the tree line, the woods suddenly is torn asunder. The sound of thunder, like almost like thunder as the world shifts, and trees that were there 
are either broken and shattered to the to the distance or just vanish entirely as the ground goes from a simple mountain terrain forest nothing special nothing right home about to suddenly being covered with is uh the corpses of, of animals with arrows and bones tied up like some ritualistic hunting ground just completely out of nowhere ah okay of all the things to get on that list i get the i get one of the boring ones <laughs> Like, you're in a mountain area, so, ah. <laughs> That's just unlucky for me. Alrighty, circling back to Attack of Opportunity. Yes, sorry about that. And, oh, well. Eight, no. You you got an eight total? Yeah, that's what I got for my attack. Ah, uh, you miss your Attack of Opportunity as it flies away. I mean, as it tries to fly away. So that's two of the armies down. Uh, we go back to Pap after this has happened. You're the heartbeat. He, that was attacking you no longer looks interested in attacking you. It's very insulting. <laughs> because Pappy just looks at the harpy and just takes like a boxer's pose and just goes, I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. And he goes to swing because <laughs> starting at the third level, Speed Hinchins gets something called Signature Moves. Oh, no. Hell yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> he goes at it with his with the signature move. So what's that do? Right on King. <laughs> so what does that do? Now, I really love this because I have to roll 3d12 to, to find out the first, the second, and the last line of this attack and what it exactly it does. Oh, dear. Okay. So let's do it. Yeah, th- there, there's a list of tables. Oh, I got, it. I got it up right now. <laughs> All right. So what do you do to this harpy? This poor fucking harpy. She chose this. <laughs> the first one, the first line is going to be cosmic. Oh, which means it deals necrotic damage. Oh, dear. The second line is going to be claw. So a flurry of melee attacks that's going to deal two D4 damage. Necrotic. Oh, and I can I'm going to use my bonus action to actually roll an additional D4 one D4 with that as well. So three D4. Three D4 necrotic. Yep. And then the last line finally is going to be I am so very happy right now because I rolled a one. What's that mean? Which means the last line is of death. Cosmic claw of death. If hit and or fails the saving throw, the target must then succeed on a constitution saving throw or take an additional 2 1d4 necrotic damage. Oh, Jesus. Okay. (laughs) And the saving throw on this is going to be because they have to make it against my henshin. So that is actually, oh, that's a 14. So that's if you, but you have to hit first, right? It's It's an attack action. Yep. Roll your attack. Yep, yep, yep. So let me roll real quick. Let me roll by attack. Please, dear God, actually hit with this. Um, will a 21 hit? That will hit. <laughs> Let's begin. All right, so we're going <laughs> to... Let me do the con roll. So we determine if you do 3d4 or 4d4, right? Yep. What is a harpy's constitution? Plus one. And I have to be a 14? Yep. Jesus Christ! Net 20 now? (laughs) 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 So you you only get 3d4, but that means I also have to roll 3d100 again. Okay, no no matches. We're good. Continue. Alright, so the first one is for 6 total. For 1d4? Wait, what? Because don't you roll your strength with it? Yeah. Oh, oh, you're... That's 4 plus 2. Okay. 
Sorry, my bad, my bad. I should have said I roll the two and then plus four. Okay, so that's one of the dice. The second dice for this yep, roll. that's one. The second one will be, I roll the four. So two plus six plus four. Or no, two plus four plus four. And then the last one, wow, I rolled another four. So two plus four plus four plus four. Die, RB. So 15? No, 12, 14 damage total? Yeah. Let me, let me just make sure I'm doing the math right in my own head. I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust, I trust my GM that he did the math right. Yeah, we'll just say that. Okay, wait, uh, wait so, okay, your bon- does your bonus action, okay, you do 2d4 and then your bonus action adds 1d4? Let me make sure I read that all correctly. Yeah. Because thankfully I, I wrote all this down too. Like, I made sure to make copies. Because if it counts as a separate attack, you also get the strength bonus again. If it doesn't count as a separate attack, you only get the strength bonus once. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Then, then we only need to worry about one, two, just like you did. Okay, so that's 14 damage. You did, you did it perfect the first time. You did it exactly perfect. Gee, yeah, this one looks almost as bad as the one that got double teamed by, <laughs> by Aaron. As a, oh, and it, has, it doesn't even get to run yet. It has to wait till its turn before it can run. <laughs> this is just an attack of opportunity. No, this is just a normal attack. It hasn't got its turn yet. It, it, it used its entire turn before Pap, uh, before the thing happened. Oh my goodness. Oh, so when it, when it comes around again and it tries to run, then it's an attack of opportunity. Yep. So, Everin, you're up. Yours looks like it's also ready to run. Yeah, no. Are you going to do your cooked chicken thing? I am tired of its bullshit, so... <laughs> as I... As I said earlier, but, you know, I'll do it again for the sake of a clear recording. Thank you. Evrin will slam his tail on the ground. It may not rumble as much as... Or Toyril is making the ground rumble, <laughs> but... Um, and his scales begin to light up. At the edge of his tail, they just start to shine brighter... And brighter. (laughs) Traveling up his tail, up his spine. His eyes begin to glow. He opens his mouth and you can see inner light start to form this tiny little spark (laughs) in the space of his open maw before (laughs) dragon breath attack. Which is a saving throw for it. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. That's 30 saving throw, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, my sheet says a DC of 12, so... Yeah. Ah. Or it takes half damage, right? Uh, let me... Yeah, half damage. And how much damage was that? Well, it is 1d10, so let me roll that. I was just using, um, roll 20 for the... Okay. For the thingy. 7 damage. Half to 3. Actually, no, uh, I think we'll round up. Half to 4. Okay. Not that it matters, because this thing wants to get out of here as well. Yeah. All right, uh, Aaron, your bird is gone, but there are still two uh, two birds here. One doesn't look too good. Really? Yeah. I thought um, three birds, but... Uh, no, because it it gave up. It, it didn't do its second attack and just booked it. Ah, fair. It got a cheap shot. I mean, it got a critical hit in, and then the world just exploded for a minute. So then it's like, holy shit, run away. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, these things have a freaking intelligence of seven, so... I mean, just a little lower than average. <laughs> so, Aaron, Mr. Buckle. Okay, so how many harpies are left? There are two harpies left. One by Everin, one by Pat. So how close are they to each other? Uh, Ten feet. So you could stand between them and hit them both. I don't know. I wasn't why I was asking, but... Oh. You know what? 
Let's let's have some Volta's fire of secret nonsense going on here. Because I I think Aaron's gonna run over his eyes doing that weird staticky sense again as you see these black tendrils of static. It says black mist, but I'm just picturing it as static. Yeah. Extend out of his fingertips as he runs over and latches them into one of the harpies. Which one? And drains its vitality. Which one? Oh, dear. The one by Pap or the one by Everin? The one by Pap. The one that looks worse for the wearer. Got it. Yeah. I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw as I cast Hollowing Curse. Alrighty, ready, ready. What is the save? It is a... Ooh, I think it made it. A 12. It got 19. Okay. So it only takes half damage, but it still takes two d six, and that's not cursed. Yep. So it takes four damage because I have five and a four. I rolled half. Yeah, it's not looking good at all. It looks the fact that it's still flying is amazing. Our toy rel, you're up. Actually, do you have a bonus action? Uh, let me double check quickly if I do. I don't think I do. But like, I think you can move your echo, can't you? Actually, you know what? I'm going to action surge. Oh, you're a fighter, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. As you see Aaron pick up his cat, and we're going to charge at the other one, and I'm going to unleash my incarnation by, be like, he kind of slams his fist into it, and then the cat runs, like, across his head and jumps and just, like, hammer strikes in the air. So, unarmed attack. Yeah. Which is, I'm still good at, because that's my fighting style. Yeah, but that's 1d6 for that, yeah, for damage? Uh, they're both hitting with two-handed, so. Oh. But one of them probably definitely misses. The cat misses by eight, but uh, 21 is... That's a hit. And you're attacking the one by Everin now, you said? Yeah. All right, and how much damage do you do to that one? I do... Six. Oh, yeah, these things are not doing well. All right, so that's your turn now. Yep, that's my turn. Sorry about that. That's okay. And that brings us back to... Now we're to our toy realm. There are two harpies left. Neither of them look good. The one Aaron was attacking, is that in... How far away is it? Uh, from you, it'd be 10, 15 feet. Thorn whip. <laughs> and that's just a straight-up attack roll, right? Yep. All right. Go ahead and do your attack roll. 19. That's a hit. Damage? Three piercing damage. Oh, wait. Do you mean the first one he attacked or the second one he attacked? Because he attacked them each. Oh. Whichever one looks more damaged, I guess. Okay, so that would be the one that is by Pap. Mm-hmm. You you said three? Yeah, three piercing damage. Okay, it's not. It, it's really not doing well. Like, one or two more good hits and that thing is gone. Speaking of, actually, do you have a bonus action or is that it? Is that all you did? That's it. All right. The last two harpies are going to start trying to run now. Pap, attack of opportunity. Oh, I'm going to swing at it with my, um, with my longsword then. All right, attack. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, the guys, this sword actually called, has a name. It's called the Bro Saber. <laughs> the Bro Saber? It's as if there's a sword out there called the Brother Killer. Oh, Lord. Now, I rolled a 19. Oh, no. That's a hit. Damage. Alrighty. Remember to add a plus four to it. Oh, yes, sir. I was just about to forget to do that again. I will admit <laughs> it now. Now, if I am able... Oh, I rolled a seven, so that would be an 11. You knock that harpy out of the air. You cleave it, and it falls. It is dead. Now, I have one very important question. Can I use a bonus action? Why wouldn't you be able to use a bonus action? I want to I use Frightful Pose. 
<laughs> They're already running away. <laughs> they must know true fear. They have faced Papyrus. <laughs> if you can use it as a bonus action, go ahead. I mean, that's fair. Uh, well, no, all they have to do is make a wisdom. He, the last one just needs to make a wisdom saving throw of uh, gets 14, or they'll be frightened of me until their next turn. Well, their wisdom score is plus zero, and they rolled a 10. <laughs> it's terrified of my horrifying pose. The last bird screams in terror as it tries to run. And guess what? There are two people within range of it for its attack of opportunities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Both Everin and Aaron get an attack of opportunity. All right. I'm going to get me some roast chicken. So one thing I noticed is that they changed either for Fizzbane's Treasury of Dragons or just the gem. Mm -hmm. But the whole breath weapon thing is not a like once and then short rest. It's number of times equal to my proficiency bonus. Oh, shit. And then I regain all expended uses when I finish a long rest. Oh, Jesus. So you have one more use because proficiency is plus two at the moment. Uh huh. All right. Are you zapping this bird again? Oh, yes. <laughs> so mean. I respect the decision. I missed attack of opportunity. It's not worth saying what I heard. Yeah. All right. It wasn't a one, but it wasn't. Oh, God. You know what? No, no, that's not going to count. There we go. Ah, 14 for the save, unfortunately. Okay. So how much damage? So damn, it, it saves again. Uh, that's 1d10, so halved. Um, <laughs> 10, so it takes five. It. It barely is able to get going. It, like, doesn't even clear the treetops. It's going through the trees as it runs away. Damn. Uh, congratulations. Combat complete. You killed one, and the others ran for their lives. All in the same direction, mind you. But, yeah. That tells me there's a harpy nest. Could be. What color are these harpy's feathers? Blue. Pappy's just going to point towards the, the fleeing harpies and go, I really think they have all the food. So yeah, those feathers you shoved in my face, I think they're harpy feathers. <laughs> he says with a completely fucking straight face to uh, our toy rill. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Is that out of character or was that in character, Chris? That was out of character. I was stopping attention for a second there. No, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, darn it. Um, Everin with a completely straight and just like straight face. Uh, and monotone tone goes, yeah, those harpy feathers you shoved in my face or those feathers you shoved in my face. I think they're harpy feathers. Indeed. So we have two dead harpies or two of them got away. One dead harpy. The other three were able, ran away, though. The last one that ran away looked like it barely made it out of there. <sighs> so there's a good chance we might actually find it on the road between here and wherever it was flying to. Yep. So <sighs> let me do a report this to the guard, Captain. You don't want to follow it? Or is anyone going to check, like, the harpy? Um, Pappy was actually going to take the carcass, because if we're going to report first to the guard captain, I would like to take the carcass with us right. to take to him. Here, here's the proof. We know it's a harpy. That's true. That's exactly, I, that, I was thinking exactly the same thing. All right. So that's what you guys are going to do. You, oh, you also have the opportunity to check the hunting ground if you wanted to, but right. that's also not that important. <laughs> the mission comes first. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious about the the hunting grounds, but... Mission first. Yeah. E even Everin will agree to that. So you're just going to carry the body? You're not going to search it first? Um, actually, no. Pappy will search the, will search the body first. I was going to say, I think we should search the body, guys. 
I don't know why, but something is telling me we should search the body. Is it? Is it perhaps DM? I don't word of DM. <laughs> I don't know. There's this, just there's just this insistent voice on the wind that makes me think. Pappy looks looks at Everett and goes, "You hear the omnipotent voice too." <laughs> You wouldn't believe the omnipotent voices I hear. <laughs> but right. but that is that actually is a great point, though. We, Pappy is going to search the harpy corpse. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. We could at least maybe find some of the stolen food or anything. Yeah. To, to just kind of... Oddly enough, actually, that's a good point. I'm going to look around for the missing containers. You don't find any missing containers in this area. But while searching the corpse, you do notice some things that during the actual chaos that you might have noticed but not thought of. These harpies were wearing clothes, which is not normal for them. They're, you know, they're, they're wild animals, essentially, you know? Semi-intelligent, but... Not known for their modesty? Not really civilized, yeah. Uh, and in searching, you find some odd things. You find some coin, some shiny bits of rock. Mm-hmm. You find... Oh my god, they're, they're ravens. A compass, for some reason. And then you find something else... That really catches at least Pappy's attention. It is a bandana, a black bandana, with a skull and crossbones on it. Pappy looks over at Everton, <laughs> and he's just going to say, Would you like to, um, pick up that phone, please? Because I fucking called it! <laughs> I, 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 the fact that you fucking called pirates that early, that fucking floored me. <laughs> I, oh boy. I, I thought that's where you I so I'm so sorry, but I thought that's where I was being led to because all I heard was salt water, feathers, because I thought it was gonna be parrots. <laughs> you did it you did fantastically. Bravo. So yeah, harpies acting as pirates. That's a little weird. And actually there is one other important thing, two things I would like to do. Mm-hmm. First, Pappy's going to turn the coins over to Everin. He's going to give the coins, but then every all the other contents he's going to turn over to the captain, our toy rail. The team captain, yeah, not the guard captain. The team captain. I'm sorry, sorry the team captain. <laughs> but he's giving the coins specifically to Everin. Okay. <laughs> the money coin. Mildly confusing, but you, like the money, okay. right? Alrighty. And, and, and Pappy just looks at you and goes, "Friends can be good." <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the stitching her voice now. Oh boy! <laughs> Alrighty, I will take what Poppy has given me, and I will take it for evidence for Captain Rimwood. And Avrin will pocket the coins that he was given because it would be rude to refuse. Three gold, five silver. Nice, nice little. Po- okay, shiny stone, and, and the shiny stones, I guess, also went to our toy. <laughs> yep, they're, they're not gems; they're just shiny rocks. <laughs> Do they happen to have numerals scribed on the sides of the rocks? No, they're just they're just shiny, pretty rocks. So, the, so they're not shiny math rocks. Go click clack. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not this one. This one doesn't have those prized possessions. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, shall we fast travel back to uh, Bastille? Yeah. You can find Dungeons and Pop at Dungeons Pop on Twitter and on your podcast app of choice. You can also join us on our Discord social club and maybe even join for a game and get your chance to be on a podcast if only once. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed our show, please leave a review.